goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Monday Rush Hour. There is so much in the news. So much to discuss if you want to be part of the program today. 800-848-WABC is the number to call. 800-848-9222. If you were watching events unfold over the weekend, you know that this this squad member, uh, Jamal Brown, uh, Jamal Bowman from New York, did something unthinkable. This guy walks over, it's, and everything is clearly marked. There is no excuse for this, at least in his case. During the vote that would eventually work out to stave off the so-called government shutdown, this is the vote where Democrats joined in with moderate Republicans to keep the government open for another 45 days. Jamal Brown pulls a fire alarm in the U.S. Capitol. There is no way looking at the picture that this was anything but an intentional act. Now, of course, after he was busted, I guess he didn't realize there were cameras looking at him. And after he was busted, he came up with some lame excuse that, oh, he thought it would open up a door. But the door that he thought it would open has a very large sign in front of it which says, emergency exit only. So even if he thought he were opening up a door, he would still be doing something that was not supposed to be done. But the idea that he thinks a fire, a clearly marked fire alarm would open up a door is ludicrous. He did it to disrupt. And, of course, Republicans are having a cow about it. They want him censured. They want him fired. They want him expelled from Congress. They want him arrested. Donald Trump has said this is, and it is, it's a felony. It's against the law to do this. Now, look, if you told me that Joe Biden mistakenly pulled a fire alarm because he thought it would open up a door, okay, I would believe you. But Representative Jamal Brown, no. That thing took over Twitter and the social media platforms all Saturday night. Then you have members like Ocasio-Cortez, who is out trying to give him shade. I I think if you actually do see some of the photos of the signs, I think there's something to be said about, about the government about to shut down. There's a vote clock that's going down. The exits that are normally open in that building were suddenly closed. and. 
and 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 even Jake Tapper, resident liberal at CNN, says so. So he pulls a fire alarm, and she says, "Oh, he panicked." This is just such nonsense. But that's that. He should be held to account. Big story today, of course, Donald Trump shows up for that bogus trial that's happening in New York with his bogus prosecutor, the T-shirt James. The judge, there's a photo of him that was first captured, I saw it first anyway, on Fox Digital, of him giggling and laughing like a little schoolgirl. And, of course, Donald Trump was infuriated. Before the trial began, when he came, he called him a rogue judge. We have sound bites of Trump out there, don't I? I don't we have sound bites from Do, uh, Donald Trump somewhere? Doesn't I'm, we can play him or not? I mean, you already know the deal. Donald Trump says his financial statements are phenomenal. The lenders in his company got repaid. There's no harm here. This has been a witch hunt by Letitia James. It continues to be a persecution, not a prosecution. Trump on True Social said, I just arrived at the courthouse to fight a corrupt and racist attorney general and a rogue, out-of-control, Trump-hating judge. Absolutely. Let's listen in. Go ahead, Diego. Hit, hit Donald Trump. It's a witch hunt. It's a disgrace. We have a corrupt attorney general in this state. You see how she does? Go ahead, hit the next one. This trial could have been brought years ago, but they waited till I was right in the middle of my campaign. So it's all run by DOJ, which is corrupt. We have a racist attorney general who's a horror show who ran on the basis that she was going to get Trump before she even knew anything about me. And that's exactly right. I don't care how you look at it. This is a persecution, not a prosecution. And this trial is ex- expected to go on until December. The judge has already made up his mind. that So all the rest of this is just show. It's a show trial, like they do in third world banana republics. It's a show trial. Verdict's already in. Verdict was already in before the trial began. This is a, we are witnessing the destruction of America's judicial system in the hands of corrupt, Trump-hating Democrats. That's all there is to it. John Casamitidis, he and Margo, of course, own WABC. John did an interview with Bill Clinton, that interview over the weekend. That interview has made a lot of news, a big story about it today in a number of places, including Fox Digital. And the headline there is that Bill Clinton calls for migrants to begin working, pay taxes, and paying their way into New York City. He said that America's low birth rate requires the economy be shored up by either immigrants or machines. So once again, we have, and thank you, John, for bringing that out of him. Bill Clinton says, immigration system's broken. We need to fix it. Doesn't make sense anymore. Well, guess what? It has been broken. It was broken during the time you had two terms, Bill Clinton, to fix it. You didn't do it. The Bushies had two terms to fix it. They didn't fix it. It's been broken. 
Trump came in, we saw a movement to try to get control of the borders. And what did Joe Biden do after Obama's two failed terms of doing nothing? What did Obama do? Nothing. What did Clinton do? Nothing. What did the Bushies do? Nothing to fix it. And I like George Bush 43, so don't take that as I'm being pejorative toward him. But the one guy that did something about it, Donald Trump, as soon as we started getting our way clear of this, then Joe Biden comes in, and right now we are in the worst shape we've ever been in. So now you have Democrats, Bill Clinton, and Kathy Hochul echoed that. She said the key to solving the migrant crisis here in New York is to give asylum seekers, and by the way, that's a sham. The whole asylum system has been broken. She says, get them jobs. Now, I find it amazing. With all the unemployment here, we continue to hear when it's convenient for Democrats, they always talk about black unemployment and Hispanic unemployment. Oh, no, we got to do something about this black unemployment. Oh, no, no, we got to do something about Hispanic unemployment, meaning American citizen. And what do they do about unemployment? Nothing. But now we have an influx of almost half a million Venezuelans. Oh, my goodness, we got to put these people to work. Oh, let's get jobs. Meanwhile, the people that are sucking on America's teat in terms of benefits, in terms of handouts. No, we don't have to get them work. We don't have to find work for them. We don't have to make sure that we're in job creation by doing things with the economy that would allow for jobs to be created. Oh, no, no. Let them continue to suck on the teat of American taxpayers, but but we have to find jobs for people who came here Illegally. Both Kathy Hochul and Bill Clinton are, to me, hypocrites. To be expected, there's nothing that, oh, they're hypocrites. Well, I mean, that's most of the Democrat Party. So what? They're hypocrites. But this is as hypocritical as it gets. The idea that somehow, It becomes the number one priority for Democrats, not only to find housing for people. We have homeless people that are American citizens that have been on the street. There has been no effort made. I shouldn't say that. There has been very little effective effort made to find and secure housing for them. But yet, let's drop everything we've got millions of illegal immigrants that have flooded in since Joe Biden and the Democrats took charge. Let's stop everything and make sure that they get special privilege. Let's make sure that their kids get in the schools vaccinated or not while your little American child is a second-class citizen and is told that he or she cannot come into school without a vaccine. Let's make sure we find jobs for people that enter the country illegally, never mind finding work and making sure there are jobs for American citizens. Lengthy story today. I believe this might be in the Daily Mail. 
No, I'm sorry. This is in the Los Angeles Times. Razor wire and soldiers fail to deter migrants. They say it's easier to get in with kids. Yeah, bring your kids because American taxpayers should take care of them too. You see, never mind taking care of your American little children. Let's make sure we take care of the children. They waited across the Rio Grande holding hands to form a human chain. This frustrated Texas National Guard member shouted warnings in Spanish. From behind, stacked up coils of razor wires. Go back, you're breaking the law. The current is too strong. Don't risk your lives. A voice came over the river. We have children. Help us. Help us. The official admin, admonitions were to no avail. Worried that the migrants ascending into the muddy river bank in the Texas could tumble back into the swift current, U.S. Border Patrol agents used pliers to cut, opening a pa- to cut open the passage. Through the barbed wire. Yep, our, our, our border agents let them in. One of those women's that came in. Yes, I said women's. One of those women's that came in from Venezuela clamored through with her two young kids. Finally, we're here. Yep. Hey, suckers. We're here. Now, I guarantee you that you and any of your children that try to go to any country, Southern Hemisphere, go to Mexico with your kids and try to get in and collect benefits. Go to Venezuela and ask them for government benefits with your kids. See how much sympathy you and your kids get. None. Because it's not allowed. It's against the law. But let's go take advantage of those stupid gringos, those idiots in America who will just pay their hard-earned tax dollars to break to people that break their laws and want to get on the government dole. Let's just oh James, you sound so harsh. I know it sounds harsh, and I don't want to sound harsh, but I'm telling you I'm fed up with it. Matt Getz. Matt Getz thinks he's going to toss out uh, 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 Kevin. Kevin! Kevin! Get out, Kevin! Kevin said, bring it on, Matt. Matt says today, he, yesterday he's going to uh, bring a motion to vacate against Kevin McCarthy. We have to rip off the Band-Aid. We need to, need to move on with new leadership that can be trustworthy. Oh, please, Louise. I, I just want to know something. Look, it's not that I don't, you know, I agree with Princess Diana on this. Princess Diana has raged against the McPhail, the three McPhail. McCarthy, she says, McConnell, and McDan- and McD- McDaniel over at the RNC. The three McFails. I'm not a fan of Kevin McCarthy, but I'm just axing. And I'm axing because I want to be inclusive and include a little Ebonic language in the show. So I'm axing a question. I'm axing all of you who want to get rid of Kevin 
who do you have in mind? There's this guy that they talk about, one of his lieutenants in Minnesota. And do you expect anything to be any different once you get rid of Kevin? All of a sudden, we're gonna get we're gonna get things. Everything's gonna go right. The conservatives gonna get what they want in the House of Representatives. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. The answer is no. Well, what are you saying, Snerdly, Mister Snerdly? Do I want to keep Kevin? Guess what? I don't care. I am past the point of caring. If you want to be totally frank, you want to get rid of Kevin? Okay, get rid of Kevin. You want to move the next guy in? Okay, bring him on. You want to keep Kevin? Okay, keep Kevin. Because you know what? Nothing will change in the House because conservatives do not have the numbers. I'm tired of playing this stupid dance. Oh, well, let's get a new leader in here and go dance with the new leader. You got the same old dance partners. The moderates outnumber the conservatives by a huge number. And as you have just seen, they will cross the aisle and work with Democrats rather than work with conservatives. Here, this is a lesson for you. This is a lesson for you down. I'm down with the struggle conservatives. They hate you. The moderate Republicans would rather work and succeed with Democrats than give you conservatives, us conservatives, any victory. They hate us. That's right. Wake up, Maggie. I'm sorry if you find that harsh, but it's true. Snerdly with you here on WABC. Now, this happens to be my favorite Rod Stewart song. In 1971, it started its five-week run at number one on the U.S. single charts on this day. And it's still so wonderful. 800-848-9222. 800-848-WABC is the number to call. Both service rest your hour. It's Monday. we got a lot more to get to. So stay with us. It's on the air. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Today is Gordon Sumner's birthday. Born in 1951, singer-songwriter with the police. Sting. Happy birthday to Sting. What an incredible career. Sting is... Among my favorite lyricists, modern lyricists, I just think his his lyrics are well. Okay, maybe not this one, <laughs> but 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 I mean, when you I mean, Fields of Gold. If you go back and you listen to some of the albums on the Dream of the Blue Turtle stuff, 
It's amazing. And then some of the, yeah. Love is the seventh wave, which is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, never mind that they culturally misappropriated or appropriated some reggae. It's okay with me. I don't care. It's music. Appropriate what you want. It's fusion. Right. I love it. And it lends itself to good parodies. Remember the Al Yankovic one off this one? Everything she cooks is tragic. And in 2017, going from Sting, American singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, record producer Tom Petty found unconscious in his home, not breathing in cardiac arrest. Taken to the UCLA Medical Center in Santa Monica, California, he died that night. Mixed up some drugs. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and that was some heartbreaking news. Tom Petty. Two American musical geniuses. Sting, Tom Petty. Isn't Sting British, actually? Yeah, well, that's true, too, but he's American now. He likes to stay over here. Cool. They don't like those British taxes. And I said American music. It's still like, you know, we claim the music. But you're right. And that reminds me of one of my other favorite songs I like by Sting, An Englishman in New York. That song is so cool. And Tom Petty, of course, listen. What an amazing song. They apparently wrote and, uh, or Tom apparently wrote and recorded it in one day. It's lovely. Listen, we want to remind all of you 77 WABC listeners to join us, all of us here, at WABC on October 20th. 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda Back the Blue with special programming all day on October 20th. To all police officers everywhere, we thank you for your honor and dedication as you protect and serve. You can download the 77 WABC app and listen to all day long on October 20th. It's our Back the Blue day here on WABC. We have tons of calls. I'm going to grab some. I have tons of news stories to get to. But I don't want people waiting all show. So let's just, I'm just going to ask you if you're on hold, please get right to your point. Please, right to your point. We got people that want to comment on a lot of things. Let's start with John in New Jersey. John, you're up first on WABC today on Boston Early's Rush Hour. What's on your mind? Yes. Uh, Kevin McCarthy should stay strong and not allow them to. Uh, say anything negative about him and the rest of the Republicans, they they better stick with him because that's the only way, the only chance and the only way we have to to uh, make the Biden administration do something, make them force them to close the border. No money unless they close the border. Now, if I was the president, what I would do is not only not give money to for, for the John, Biden administration, John. but to uh, not to give money directly John. to Ukraine, but John. 
put boots on the ground. American John. soldiers. You know the old saying? John. You want something done right, you got to do it yourself. John. We entered the World War One and Two. John. Yes. John. It was the conservatives that were telling them no money unless you closed the border. Kevin made the deal with Democrats to just say, hey, screw you guys. We're going to continue to to fund this thing no matter what. So what are you talking about here? I'm, and I asked the question very respectfully and lovingly to you. What are you talking about? Because Kevin is not working for your what you said he should be working for. The conservatives are hated. The conservatives said, hey, no money for you, no, no more of this money for Ukraine, no more money until you guys do something with the border. And the conservatives got kicked in their behinds, and it's with the boot of the moderate Republicans and the Democrats that Kevin said, okay, let's work with the Democrats since I got these idiot conservatives over here saying I can't spend money. So I don't understand your what you're saying here about we need to work with Kevin to close the Kevin's not interested in close. Kevin! Kevin doesn't want to close the border. What are you saying? John? Yes. Can I ask you another question, Bob? Yeah, yes, yes, you can. What about you and me as American citizens and millions of, and I also am a veteran. Let's all veterans get together and good American citizens, Republicans, Democrats, and say, you're not doing the job, we're going to do it. We're going we're we're gonna to close the border? Oh, do you remember yes. the last time a group of Americans went down and tried to patrol the border themselves? You remember what happened? That happened during the Bush years. You know what happened to them? They what? were called every horrid name in the book that you can think of, and there were attempts to arrest them as being, if, if memory serves me correctly. They took a lot of heat. There were people questioning whether they were domestic terrorists because they were trying to close the border themselves and police themselves. This goes back to the Tea Party movement. Uh, John, I love you, man. I gotta take a, I gotta, I gotta take a break right now. Thank you for the call. We're gonna take more calls and, uh, yeah. Deal with all of this. Freddie Jackson. There's something that I want to say. Words sometimes get in the way I just want to show my feelings for you This was number one. He was, it's his birthday today, Freddie Jackson, 1956. This is his biggest hit, of course. Still sounds wonderful. You are my lady. Rush Hour right after this. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I got to try that jackpot.com thing. You know, Powerball's up over a billion dollars. Go for it. C'est la vie. 
The birthday today of Robbie Neville. I have not heard this song in years. Born in 1961. On WABC. Also sharing a birthday today was Phil Oakley. The Human League. Nineteen eighty one. This was a huge hit. Human League went on to sell over twenty million records. Not a bad deal. The song was huge in Mexico. Huge. I know, is it right? It was still to this day hear it all the way all the time on the radio when I'm down there. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to let me run through a few headlines here. I wish I had more time to spend with you with this whole Senate thing. You know, uh California and I I know some people that just love their California, boy. They love California. California has a new senator, uh Gazem Newsom appointed the senator the new senator. Guess where she's from? She's not from California. LaPanza Butler, former advisor to Kamala Harris. She runs Emily's List, which is the big fundraising, one of the big fundraising groups for Democrats. She's not even from California. She's from Maryland. She's going to have to register to vote in California. She has like a second home there. Why anybody would do that, I don't know given the taxes in that state. And, of course, she's historic. She's another historic. You know why? She's a black lesbian woman. Oh, goodness, history is being made. Not that she's done anything as senator. History will be made because she is a black lesbian. Great. Okay, fine with me. I don't care. That's good. But we shall see. Now, the folks over at Barbara Lee's camp are really ticked. Barbara Lee is running for the Senate seat. Newsom said he's not going to pick anybody that's running. She's a black woman. You know how this whole black woman thing came out? He was on with MSNBC's resident racial specialist, Joy Reid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to appoint a black woman. Okay, so now he has to pick a black woman. The Congressional Black Caucus has, was pressuring Newsom over the weekend to, look, would you just appoint Barbara Lee? She's qualified. She's da-da-da, this, that, the other. Well, Governor Newsom turned his back on the Congressional Black Caucus and the progressives. Lee is one of the leading progressives, and she's a member of the CBC. They demanded that she get the Feinstein seat. If So let me ask you all a question, and this is for you conservatives, the Republicans, if Governor Newsom out in liberal California isn't afraid to tell the Congressional Black Caucus to kiss his pale behind, why are you concerned about what the CBC does? Why every time they come up with some criticism do you take it so seriously? Even in their own party, 
the CBC isn't taken seriously. Gavin Newsom said, <laughs> I'll take a hike. I'm gonna, not only am I gonna appoint some other black woman than the one you want, I'm gonna import her. I'm gonna import her from Maryland. Yeah. So there's that. Rhonda asked a question on text. Why is this hatred? Why this hatred for we the conservatives from they the moderate? Rhonda, I, it, it's, it's a, that is a question that would take an entire show to answer. Let me just say this. Go back to the Tea Party and what the Democrats, both John Boehner and McConnell, hated the Tea Party. And the Tea Party weren't 100% conservative. Hated it. Hated it. They could have had an ally with the Tea Party, and they could have had an unbeatable coalition. They did everything along with the Democrats to destroy it. Look at what happens. When McCain ran, you all, us, expected to vote for John McCain McCain. Okay? John McCain, when it comes to conservative values, put up his middle finger, screw you, I'm going to keep Obamacare. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Trump, how you like that? Hey, you Republicans, how you like that? You want me to get rid of Obamacare? No. <laughs> screw you, conservatives. Look at Mitt Romney. You all, we all had to go up, hold your nose, vote for Mitt Romney with his dog on top of the car. Defend Mitt Romney. What happens when anything up comes for conservatives? What does Mitt Romney do? He gives you the middle finger. And, and the Senate right now, the conservatives in the House definitely stop all this sending this money to Ukraine. We have other problems that we have to deal with here. Here's a headline today from in Politico. GOP senators weigh go big or go home strategy on Ukraine. They say last week the confrontation with the House was a rude awakening. So what are they, how many, how many conservatives didn't want them to send money to you? So what are they doing? Well, we're going to go even bigger. We're going to get this $224 billion. Screw you conservatives. All right, quickly, we're going to take a phone call. we got to check in with Lou Dobbs in a few minutes. But we're going to take a few phone calls quick. Make your points quick. Bob in Trumbull, Connecticut, you're up next. Right to your point, please. Mr. Snurdly, Jamal, Representative Jamal Brown has the perfect excuse of why he touched that red lever. He's from New York, and if you look at the statistics, he can't read. Well, so he didn't so know what it said. He didn't know that it said fire alarm. Okay, we'll take that and keep it under advisement. Thank you, Bob. Robert in Brooklyn, New York, you're up next. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, I just think that we should all try to support people like Matt Gates who are trying to do what they think is right. I certainly don't think it's right for them to try to get them out of the Republican Party or the caucus which is what they did to Colton Moore in Georgia, just because they disagree with him. They should be talking about an open tent. That's just horrible. And uh, Let know, me just uh, stop you there, because some people might not know why you're saying that. There are a group of moderate Republicans now saying, fine, you try to take out Kevin. We like Kevin. 
and we'll take Matt Getz out. We will expel him from the House. So there's a move underway among uh, cons- uh, among moderate Republicans to expel Matt Gates. Okay, back to you, Robert. Yeah, which is what they did to Colton Moore in Georgia because he wants to get this prosecutor, Fannie, whatever her name is, in, in Georgia to get her uh, investigated. Yep, and they got rid of him. Exactly. Yeah, the, the, the other thing is, you know, it's Donald Trump. You know, he spoke in California, I think it was on Friday. And one of the things he lamented about was the uh, income inequality. And, um, you know, it, it is a really big problem. I mean, for example, during the COVID situation, they had closed down all the mom and pop shops. But these huge super companies like Amazon, they, they got they got to double, you know, these billionaires, they doubled Let me their say income. something about these huge super companies like Amazon, you say. A lot of the mom and pop shops shops use Amazon to shop. Amazon doesn't make everything themselves. Amazon is a plat Amazon is a platform. And you have thousands of mom and pop shops that rely on Amazon to sell their goods. So I want you to just keep that into consideration. We have to check in with Lou Dobbs, our man Lou Dobbs. And You know what this one is. Redbone. Heavenly birthday today for Lolly Vegas. Guitarist, singer with Redbone. 1974, this is it. Come and get your love. Right now, let's go check and get some new dolls. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Born in 1971, the American singer Tiffany. With this one, I think we're alone. Also on this day. Don McLean. We we interviewed him, and that interview should be available on our podcast. Yeah, we did. I did an interview with Don McLean last year. And this classic, American Pie. This song inspired by the death of Buddy Holly. And finally, another birthday. Mike Rutherford, guitar, Genesis. Born this day in 1950. He was also with Mike and the Mechanics. And I love some Mike and the Mechanics. Genesis was just a, a powerhouse of a group. Got some Mike and the Mechanics in the house. WABC. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. We're going to start in Westchester with Elizabeth. Elizabeth, how are you? Thank you for calling. Thank you for holding. I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, I'm confused. I watch Fox News at least two on TV, at least two hours a day, morning or night. And I thought Kevin McCarthy 
his main thing was closing the border. Now, I just heard you say something earlier, and I was wondering if you could explain it, like, calmly and clearly to help yes. me understand. Okay, I will. Thank all you. talk. It's all talk. It's all talk. You see, if Kevin McCarthy really wanted to close the border, and look, this may be a function of the numbers. They don't have the votes. Kevin McCarthy's hanging on to his leadership by a thread. So Kevin McCarthy will go out and say, yeah, we need to shut the border. We so conservatives put up measures to shut the border, and what happens? You get a bill that continues funding the government, and the border is still open. There's nothing. So Kevin McCarthy talks the game that conservatives want to hear, but nothing happens. And it doesn't happen because he's outnumbered. He's in a difficult position. But I, but, but, but Elizabeth, any Republican that you put in that position as Speaker of the House is going to be in the same position unless somehow or another they pick a moderate. And the moderate won't get elected because the conservatives won't vote for him. So they'll, the moderates will go along with a, cons, a so-called conservative because they know they're going to roll him anyway. It's an untenable situation. Does that kind of answer the question, uh, Elizabeth? Does that answer the yeah. question? Well, you're saying that he went along where he shouldn't have gone along if he was really serious about closing the yes. border. Is yes, yes. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. And none of them can be, look, and I'm not blaming the guy. He doesn't have the numbers to do it. It all comes down in how many votes do you have that will go with you. He doesn't have the numbers. So that's why I say to Matt Getz, you can, Matt Getz can go out there and run his mouth all he wants to about he wants to get rid of Kevin. Okay, get rid of Kevin. I frankly don't care whether Kevin stays or Kevin goes. Because whoever you put in there after Kevin, if it's Kevin's, if Kevin's gone, is going to confront the same thing and it's going to be more of the same. That's just the way it is. Let's go to, uh, Ted in Forest Hills. How are you, Ted? Uh, God bless you. Take care. You're just a terrific, uh, a terrific uh, talent. Could you tell me who's going to save our country? We have to. But we have to do it by actually electing conservatives. And there has to be a concerted effort to vet them. And that does not happen yet. And it's not going to come from the RNC, Ted. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Paul. Very quickly, Paul, trying to get as many in as possible. That's awesome, Bo. Love to talk to you. Uh, this guy Bowman should not only be censured, he, be, he should be thrown out of Congress. Amen the- to that. He needs to be expelled. Thank you. Bill and Mastic, very quickly. Uh, you know, uh, Bo, we have laws on the books that they're not being enforced for immigration. And the only thing that we really need to change is the birther rule. Boom. Thank you for the call. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for you being here with me and allowing me to be here with you. God willing, back tomorrow, same time for Bo Snurley's Rush Hour, the Tuesday edition. See you then. Bye.